0: ON THE spot. SPOT. ON THE SPOT. Moving It's movie. a great film. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, it is PG-13 in our theater, uh, so I had no desire to see it. But honestly, it worked out uh, very well. It was actually uh, originally called God Park. Five stars. I'm going to say one star. I will never see it again. Um, and I feel bad for those who spent their money to go see it in the first place. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Thought on the Spot Movie Reviews. Today we're going to be reviewing the film Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life came out on January 17th, 2020 and is an action, comedy, crime. The rating is R and the runtime is 2 hours and 4 minutes. The film's directors are Adil el Arbi and Bilal Fala. Both of these guys are, are names that I'd never heard of before. They actually only have 10 credits to their names um on and and most of the stuff i had never heard of before um we do have something for wiz khalifa uh, when i grow up it was a short film that they had done and then another film called black now starring in this movie is will smith who returns as detective mike lowry Uh, you'd recognize will smith also from the french prince of bel-air where he plays will and uh, the film gemini man where he plays henry brogan and junior We also have Martin Lawrence starring or returning as Detective Marcus Burnett. You'd recognize Martin from uh, the the TV series Martin, where he plays Martin, and the Big Mama's House franchise, uh, where he plays Malcolm Turner, as well as Big Mama. We also have Vanessa Hudgens in the cast playing Kelly. You'd recognize Vanessa Hudgens from High School Musical, where she plays Gabriela Montez, and the film Spring Breakers, where she plays Candy. We also have Alexander Ludwig, who plays Dorn. You recognize Alexander from the TV series Vikings, where he played Bjorn Lothbrok, and The Hunger Games, where he played Kato. The plot of the film is uh, Marcus and Mike are back and have to confront some new issues, uh, with some potential career changes as well as a midlife crisis. All the while, they join a newly created elite team called Ammo, which is part of the Miami Police Department. Their mission is to take down the ruthless Armando Armas, the vicious leader of a Miami drug cartel. Hey! Oh, shit. Oh, Come on, man. You can get that buffed out. No, you can get that buffed out. Remember, knock and talk. Yeah, knock, knock. Mighty PD, get down! What the hell happened to knock and talk? Hands behind your head, right now. I got this. I'm gonna penetrate this man's soul with my heart. What? Watch, Watch and learn. learn. Sir, I realize that you're scared. You know, sometimes fear... How deep you think you got in his soul? I'm done, Mike. I'm a bit tired. Uh-oh, here we go again. You want your legacy to be muscle shirts and body counts? Look at this mess, it's carnage! I didn't do all this. You didn't shoot anybody? Well, come on, Cap, you know I shot some people. Yeah. Fuck me! Fuck, fuck, fuck! In these streets, I never trusted anybody but me. I'm asking you, man bad boys one last time one last time i'm the definition of half man half drugs Ask the clubs bad boy that's so. he's trying to do a all we're not just black we're cops too we'll pull ourselves over later <laughs> it's official i survived what i've been through y'all got drugs. the glasses i've been telling your ass for a year he can't be stopped. shit mike these are like hd It's bad boy. Hey, what's she gonna, gonna, gonna do? What's she gonna do when we come back? Hey, 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 hey uh uh-uh. hey, uh. Uh-uh. No, no. Uh-huh. no, never. Y'all will never do that again. Yeah, and you fucking up the lyrics, which take a long time to learn. Cause it's bad boys for life. <laughs> All right, so that was the trailer for Bad Boys for Life. You know, let me start out by saying um, Michael Bay has a cameo in this film as a wedding MC. And I knew it was him. Uh, there were some things online about, you know, hey, did you know that there was, that Michael Bay, you know, was in this film? And I knew it was him. I knew what he looked like because um, I loved this reality show that was only on for one season called On the Lot. It was a reality show where several directors, up and coming directors, had to compete by making a video in a short amount of time using these on on hand extras. Um, And then they had to create a script that tied to a topic, right? Now, the judges on the show were both the late Gary Marshall and Carrie Fisher. And they would have guest judges on as well. One of those episodes, Michael Bay was the guest judge. It was a fantastic show in that you were able to see a ton of short films made by talented directors as well as actually being able to see more of the personalities of these big producers. You know, getting to know Gary Marshall and Carrie Fisher was kind of fun, too. And I, and I don't mean getting to know them, obviously, but you got to see more of their personalities, right? Um, Carrie not acting, but just being herself and speaking, you know, uh, h- about how she feels as she was providing feedback on these shorts. And then, of course, Gary getting to see him kind of direct them and give perspective was 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 fun too um okay so sidebar there uh getting back on track i knew what michael bay looked like because of that show he was one of the few guest directors that really actually shared some valuable feedback and insights and since then i've had a little bit more um respect for him so when seeing him in the film I had maybe started to assume that he just did a cameo in his own movie, which he doesn't usually do that I'm I'm aware of. So when I came out of the film to see who the director was, I was a little shocked to see that it wasn't him. In fact, he, he didn't even produce it either. This is just like a part for him in the film. Now I mention all of this because it does kind of feel like a Michael Bay film. It's very action driven. It's got the explosions, everything else that you would get from a Michael Bay film and and you know it's that popcorn eating action type of movie um and so i i I do have to wonder if he did consult them you know maybe he was on as a consult and then he got the cameo Maybe, maybe that's what happened. Because when I look at the past films that these directors have done, it's kind of hard to believe that they pulled this off all on their own. If so, you know, great. More power to them. But it just doesn't seem like it. Not to me. If Michael didn't, then I'm sure also, you know, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence have been doing this for a while. I'm sure they were sharing insights with things that had worked in the past um, film franchise installments. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, they could be that too. Now, let's also remember. Michael Bay did do Bad Boys, Bad Boys Part Two, so he has been part. And maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm overthinking this, and it's just a nod to say, "Hey, he did Part Two, and then he made a cameo here." Who knows? Um, now this isn't go. This isn't to go and say that this movie is amazing. It's what you expect, right? Which is good enough for me. I, you know, you, you go to these movies and you think, this is what I'm going to see, and that's what it delivers. So you're not let down there, um, which, which, like I said, is good enough for me. We get the witty banter between Martin and Will that we would expect to see because of what's in the trailer. Um, however, that being said, there are moments in the film that kind of feel, I hate to say, it, dumb. Um, the scene is taking place. And it just feels so fake on what is happening. It just, it feels like bad writing. You you get what they're trying to pull off, but it's too much. And you can tell the technique that's being done so that they can try to get more of these one-liners out of Martin and Will. But the way that the scene's playing out, you're just going, that would never happen. This doesn't work this way. So that being said, I had also read that Seth Rogen... Um, Evan Goldberg and Judd Apatow came in to help rewrite some of the film I feel like uh, this may have been kind of the saving grace for this for the for the movie it it makes me wonder if the movie would have been full of these forced in scenes to make more dialogue happen and don't get me wrong the dialogue is good but it, it pulls you out of the moment because you can tell what's going on Um, And I'm thankful to say that uh, after kind of looking into the story a little bit more from a Twitter post that was captured um, from Seth Rogen, sharing about some of the scenes he wrote, neither of the ones that I'm speaking about, and if I'm being honest, there were only two scenes it occurs in, but were were not ones that he helped rebuild or or rewrite. So I I thought, I'm glad that they came in. Um, The story of the film itself is pretty innovative. Uh, they, they build a story that ties to a past but it doesn't require the audience to go back and see those previous two films which I thought was smart because um, it's been a while the banter between Will and Martin and this one reminds me much of the banter between Murtaugh and Riggs of Lethal Weapon where You know, Martin Lawrence is kind of the Danny Glover being too old for this shit, and Will Smith is kind of the Mel Gibson who flies by the seat of his pants and enjoys the rush. It might be a little bit crazy. Uh, The film is good. It it, it does feel like it gets a little bit long, so when we finally get to the third act, you're kind of glad that you finally got there. And it's because of this I feel that the the rewatch value will decline. But in the end, it's not a bad film. I can see why the hype is out there for the film, and I can see why they've already greenlit a fourth installment. So in the end, my rating of the film is 3 out of 5. Are there stingers during or after the credits? There are none after the credits, but during the credits there are actually two. Um, there's one right before they start to roll, which I feel like may have been almost the last ad before the film actually came out. Um, and that's because I think they wanted to see if they were gonna get greenlit for another one before they put this in there. So as you can guess, it's because this scene does leave you guessing that there will be more. And then a little bit more into the credits, there is another cut scene or another little little stinger. Um, it's humor value. Uh, if you don't stick around for it, you're probably not missing anything, but it's a little little pinch of salt, a little something extra for you. So this concludes my review of Bad Boys for Life as always i want to thank you all for taking the time to listen if you are a first-time listener you can follow us and subscribe through facebook that's www.facebook.com forward slash thought on the spot movie reviews you can also follow us on anchor that's anchor.fm forward slash thought on the spot and it's because of anchor that we're on such platforms as spotify overcast stitcher and even apple Podcasts. so we thank anchor for that this is another review in the can. So until next time, grab some popcorn in your favorite tree and go out and see a great film with your family, friends, or maybe just spend some time to yourself. And most importantly, have a great night.